What is up everyone? Mike Rosker here with episode 7 of the Road to Online Retail Success Podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk to you guys about e-commerce because in the previous episodes, you guys, I, I told you stories and some of you might have been like, oh man, I, I don't even know what this guy's talking about. Like, I, I've never even sold anything online in my life. So I kind of want to backtrack and break everything down that way. You know, it it's easier to understand what I'm even talking about. And that way, like, my stories will actually make sense to you. So let's get to it. So essentially, e-commerce is just the process of buying and selling goods or services online. So it's literally just the exchange of something for something, but online, right? So when I told you the story about how I used to sell NFL and NBA jerseys in school. That wasn't e-commerce, that was just commerce. I got a hold of a product and I sold it to somebody in school. That exchange was commerce, okay? Now the idea behind e-commerce is to do this online. So right then and there, online, there's a bigger customer base. Now when I was in school, I was only limited to X amount of options, okay? So the e-commerce world has opened up so many opportunities. So again, I got a hold of a product and I sold it. That was a transaction I made. Now this has been going on for years. So like way back in the day, I don't know. I'll give you these 12 sticks for two rocks. You know, this has been happening for years and years, hundreds of years. Now it's just evolved to the e-commerce world where we're able to perform transactions over the internet. Now it's crazy if you just think about it. The internet has evolved like everything and that includes the e-commerce section but it has helped everything evolve so rapidly. Like you see all these technological advancements just everything is just rapidly evolving which is so crazy because it's created so many opportunities for everybody. Now while e-commerce is booming the physical is just it's still around. But you do see some brick and mortar stores closing down. But there's a reason for this because because of e-commerce, you know, these companies need to adapt to the change. Now, some goods that you sell may require face-to-face interaction, which makes, you know, a physical store work. But if you notice, a lot of these brick and mortars are trending more towards service space. And that's because e-commerce has opened up the opportunity to get products from one end to the customer from one click of a button. So I'll use Toys R Us for an example. Now I'm a parent, you know, rather than having to drag my kid to the store and, you know, listening to them, oh, I want this, want this, want this, want this. I could simply go on Amazon and one click of the button takes 10 seconds. Oh, my kid wants this toy. Okay, I'll just buy it then, ship to my house in two days. So the convenience factor of e-commerce forces some of these physical stores to close down because they don't offer any extra benefits for somebody to physically go in the store. Those benefits don't outweigh somebody sitting at home on their computer and one click of the button they can have the product delivered in just two days without even having to engage in the entire process. So because of this quick, simple, non-physical engagement, 
you know, e-commerce when it comes to the good selling is on such a huge uprise and it's an opportunity that I feel like everybody should be a part of. Now, not only is this a huge benefit to customers, now it's a huge benefit to people like me, you know, the actual sellers, because it cuts out all the costs, all the middlemen. Now, if I were to open a physical brick and mortar, I would need to, you know, partner with a shipping company or ship them off myself. I would need to hire an advertising team. I would need to hire employees, you know, to actually do the operational work of the business, you know, customer service, front end, uh, whatever I'm selling, you know, for example, if I was like Target, I would need somebody to work in the frozen section, somebody to work in the electronic section, somebody to work in the clothing section. You get the, you get the picture. I would need to hire all these employees, but e-commerce has made it so I can run a one-man show. I can run a business myself. It cuts out everything, all those costs. So it makes selling goods online, it just makes everything so much easier and so much faster. Everything's more convenient. So it's not only beneficial to somebody like me who is an e-commerce seller, but it's also beneficial to the customer because their experience gets even better. But like I said, it could be different because if it's something that requires a face-to-face interaction that'll help sell the product or the service better, then that's a decision you would have to make. But in the business I'm in, I'm just selling big name brand products. Everybody knows all that stuff. So e-commerce is the way to go because simply the customers already know what they're buying. So the face-to-face interaction is not as important. And for me, I don't need to open up a physical store in order to sell these products. I can just sell these products at one click of the button. So the idea is the customer gets the product they want faster at one click of the button without leaving their house or wherever they are when they're buying it. And I get to buy these goods at a lower cost and sell them at a higher price and thus making me profit. But I do want to mention the principles are the exact same principles for e-commerce and physical transactions. Now, what do I mean by the principles? It's still always the same thing. Me as a seller, I'm trying to do whatever I can to make the customer experience better. So I'm giving a better experience and they're getting what they want. It's still the same framework. Okay. Now, how you go about that and what products you choose and how to sell them is your decision. But whatever and however you decide to sell the products you're selling or the services you're selling, you should be modeling the same exact principles that have worked in the past. The principles are still the same. It's just you're transitioning to e-commerce rather than physical. Do you see what I'm saying? For example, I'm a retailer, which means I sell big name brand products such as Disney, Hasbro, Mattel, Procter & Gamble, Nestle, all those huge brands that everybody already knows. So if I decide, okay, I want to sell online. I don't want to become a Best Buy, a Target, a Macy's. I don't want to become a big brick and mortar. I don't want to become Walmart. Okay. I want to sell online. So how do I become that person without becoming that person? Meaning, how do I become as big as them? by selling online rather than having to open huge stores, huge commercial properties, right? So what's the first thing I need to do? I need to model their principles. 
I need to model exactly what they're doing. So what products are they selling? What are customers buying that they are selling in order for me to model after them? So what are they selling? How are they getting their products? And what are they enticing so customers want to go there? Why are these customers buying the products? So I would model my framework after these things, right? But now I'm online. So what do I need to do? So how would I grow a customer base online? Well, the first thing I would do is I would establish a business within another business that already has customer base. So let me take you back to the story. So initially I started off as selling in a limited customer base my by myself, like physically. So I was selling my NFL NBA jerseys in my school, okay? And then I kind of branched off and I transitioned to eBay. Why did I decide to sell on eBay? Because the customer base already existed. Now, if I just decided, okay, I'm going to create my own website. I'm going to sell them on there. Now, how in the world would anybody find me? I would have to learn, first of all, how to build a website. Second of all, how to get customers to come to my website. And again, like, if I can already have a customer base, I'm going to start there. So I started selling on eBay because of that reason. Now, as you guys know, our accounts ended up getting suspended. My friend and I, I mean. And uh, then I had to figure out, like, okay, well, the reason why we both got suspended was because we were selling authentic new NBA NFL jerseys that weren't actually authentic. We were getting them from China. So that kind of, like, struck me, obviously not right away because I went to college and I got my degree. But when I came back to this, it kind of struck me, oh, well, maybe if I had sold authentic products then I would maybe still be in business right but that mistake we had made kind of was a blessing in disguise because like I wouldn't be to the point where I am today if it wasn't for that I learned my lesson like oh I need to actually buy authentic goods to resell them that's the right way to do it I mean yeah if I did that at the time Number one, like I said, I wouldn't have learned a lesson, but I would have made less profit, you know, because I would have had to buy those authentic goods at a higher price, thus cutting into my profit. But it would have been the right way to do it. So for those of you who have listened to my stories, you know, at the time I had worked in retail for over, I think it was six or seven years. And um, I realized like, okay, what does this company do in order to be able to sell products like Nabisco, Procter & Gamble, Nestle, all that stuff. So I I started to realize, okay, I need to model my business after successful brick-and-mortar stores because they're selling those big-name brand products and they're not getting in trouble. So I realized, okay, model your principles after this. And on top of that, I had to choose, okay, where am I going to get customers from? And that's when Amazon FBA was on the rise. And I was like, okay, Amazon has millions and millions and millions of customers. I've done it on eBay. Why don't I just do it on Amazon? And then I was like, okay, now I need to learn how Amazon works. Like, how do I even sell on there? So I found a mentor for that. Just like when I started selling on eBay, my friend already knew how to. So I found him as a mentor. He taught me how to do all that. And we partnered up and we started selling jerseys, right? So all these lessons kind of added up and it made me understand, okay, In order to have success, you need to model yourself after somebody who's already successful, who already done it, because it saves you the time, the money, and the mistakes made. 
So I was like, okay, so you need to model the exact principles that these brick and mortar stores have done. Now, selling big name brand products is transitioning from physical brick and mortars to e-commerce, selling online. Because again, customers are looking for the best experience. If they can go get the same exact product, but I could tell them, okay, all it takes is you can get the same product from home, just one click of the button, and we'll ship it within a day or two. If I could tell them I can save them that hassle of having to get their kids ready, dealing with their whining kids at the store, you know, your kids like going through every aisle, like trying to figure out, oh, I want this, I want this. If you can just get rid of that headache for the customers and tell them, okay, you can buy the same exact product online at more convenience, and that's going to be appealing to the customer's eye. Because business 101, in order for a business to succeed, you need to offer a good or service that a customer wants. Now, in this case, we're offering a good that a customer wants. Yeah, they could get up, you know, get ready and go to the store. But we're offering, our offer is better. It's more convenient and it takes no effort. So they're going to choose us. And that's why this business works. That's why e-commerce is booming. Because you have people like me offering goods, the same exact products that physical brick and mortars offer. But we're offering more convenience. And platforms like Amazon, eBay, Walmart, Jet, all these big platforms, they make it easy for people like us, middlemen like us, retailers like us, because they already have built up the customer base, right? I know all this is redundant, but I need to drill through your head. This is the reason why selling physical is transitioning to selling online when it comes to goods. And why my business is so powerful and why my students' businesses are so powerful is because we literally have to do no advertising, right? So we all primarily sell on Amazon. So let's like check off everything. So we sell on Amazon. Okay, we have our customers. We have our convenience. You know, these consumers can buy these goods online, one click of the button from home without dealing with the hassle. They can get the product in one to two days. Okay, so we got customers. We have the convenience. Now, what kind of products do we sell? We sell products that customers already want to buy. They're already in demand. So we don't have to advertise anything. We don't need to advertise our own website. We don't need to advertise the products we're selling. It's all done for us. All we're doing is we're buying these big name brand products at a lower price and selling them online at a higher price on these platforms that already have a customer base. It doesn't get as simple as that. Now, building the foundation, that's a different story. You know, that'll take some work. But the overall business model is just so simple and it makes sense. You're catching these opportunities and you're selling stuff that customers already want to buy. Now, in the next episode, I want to get into more detail on how online retail works and how the actual retail chain works. And I may get into, you know, different business models that e-commerce sellers follow. But I might split that up into a different episode because, you know, it could be a topic that we could talk about for a while. And I want to explain to you why online retail is the best. 
I mean, I already tapped into it in this episode, but I definitely want to get into more detail as to why online retail should be your choice of business. Now, the purpose of this podcast episode was to show you, like, there is tremendous opportunity in e-commerce. Now, I'm not saying you need to be some hotshot like Walmart on Amazon. Like, you know, I know some people that make millions and millions a month. You don't need to do that. Like, if you can just make an extra $1,000 a month, that's great. You know, that's a that could be a mortgage payment for some people, you know. So your goals vary, but the opportunity is there, you know. As long as you learn and apply the same principles, the opportunity is there. You should be able to make money. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning into Episode 7. I hope it was very insightful. You know, I just touched upon the basics of e-commerce. You know, I didn't get into detail. I'll save that for the next episode and future episodes. But again, thanks for listening. And I hope to talk to you guys soon.